the Blue Bomber Podcast. That is, wow, that's fantastic. I like that. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast in iTunes or at cjob.com. Mackling and McGarry McNabb is off this week. Mackling is in Hamilton. And Saturday night, the Winnipeg Blue Bombers captured their fourth straight victory in the CFL's Western Final. That meant flipping the switch on the plans created for this week. It's Grey Cup week. Yeah, the Winnipeg Blue Bombers have dozens of people to move to Hamilton from all over North America, Brett. For us at CGOB, we put our plan into action, and for many fans, it meant perhaps a scramble for flights and hotels, not to mention game tickets for this Sunday's Grey Cup. And last year, of course, the game was in Regina, just a six-hour drive from IG Field to Mosaic Stadium. Thousands of Manitobans made the journey west. But it's a little bit further to head east. It's 2141, that's 2,141 kilometers from IG Field to Tim Hortons Field in Hamilton. So just jumping in the car for this year's Grey Cup would just be plain silly, right? Well, not for our next guest, we say good morning to Willie Reevely. Willie, good morning. Good morning, guys. How you doing? Doing great. Thank you very much for joining us. So where are you at right now, Willie, and who are you with? I am with my buddy Terry. Uh, we are about half an hour outside of London. We crossed the Ambassador Bridge coming from Detroit about an hour and a half ago, and we are about an hour and 45 minutes from Hamilton. When did you leave Winnipeg? When did you leave Winnipeg? Uh, we left Winnipeg at about 8, 8, 8.30 yesterday morning. So we've been based on the road for 23 hours, you know, with our stops for gas, a little bit of food. Uh, stopped in Chicago, went to the United Center, Wrigley Field, Soldier Field, Deep Dish Pizza. Uh, quite experienced in Chicago, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> so, so you made the most of it, Willie. Uh, was this your plan all along, if the Bombers made it to a cu- to the Cup, or was this a last-minute well, plan? Honestly, I was looking at flying, but I was not going unless the Bombers were in it. Uh, when I looked last Wednesday, flights were about 250, flying into Toronto. Unfortunately, with no swoop, there's no direct flights into Hamilton anymore. Unless you drive to Brandon, you could fly to Hamilton, which is ridiculous. There's no flights from Winnipeg to Hamilton. Uh, once the Bombers won Saturday night, the West Jet, the flights went up to double the triple the price. My buddy Terry was planning to drive the entire time. Um, I had to work, maneuver some holiday time because I work in education. So I uh, couldn't, couldn't fully commit until I got the okay from my school. Division, which, you know, bless their hearts. I'm going to give a plug to Louis Real School Division for allowing me to take my vacation time um, to, to take this adventure and this drive with, with Terry this week. So, did you go to the gym for a workout last night? Uh, well, you know, you got to tag when you go buy it. I mean, we were in the parking lot. So, I mean, that's me. That's, that's the gym, is it not? <laughs> I mean, yeah, I should probably I go to the gym can't. for a chance. So I'm thinking, like, if I pull in the parking lot, does that technically count as a workout? Kind of. <laughs> yeah. uh, you, definitely counts as a visit in, for you. Chicago? Have you been in Chicago? You're running for your darn life. That's a workout. Oh, that's great. So I, I've been following you on Facebook, and that's how we connected, Willie. I noticed you, you swung by one of my favorite places on the planet, Wrigley Field. You mentioned you, you went through by United Center and Soldier Field. Uh, the United Center, I want to be kind, not in the best neighborhood in the world. 
Well, let's just say, I'm going to say, Terry was driving at the time. We're looking for these statues to go have pictures with them. We take a turn, and we're right into a homeless encampment. We're like, what the heck did we get ourselves into? We're like, roll up the windows, lock the doors, let's make a quick U-turn, and we went to the other side of the United Center. Uh, they just finished a Bulls game about an hour before that, so we missed the Bulls game adventure. But it was quite interesting. We did not get shot at. There was nothing too bad. Um, but we did have a lady. I don't know what was happening, but we had a lady walking in between traffic, going in between cars at the beginning. That was uh, interesting. But, I mean, that happens in any city, so that's not just, you know, Chicago. That can happen anywhere. Right. We denied restroom access because it's not a service. I don't know if it's because we're Canadians wearing bomber gear, but, hey, we had to take a leak on the road, if you know what I mean. Okay. Uh, now, Willie, when you get to Hamilton, where are you guys staying? I've got friends. i got friends and family, so I'm staying with them. Terry, he's, he's got a hotel. They're staying. What hotel are you at? The Visitor's Inn. The Visitor's Inn. So that could be another exciting uh, trip uh, experience for Terry. We're also, we're also celebrating John Couture's 50th Great Cup in Hamilton. The one year that it was canceled would have been its 50th. But this will be his 50th great cup appearance. John Cooch Couture, I think you know him, Greg. You've had him on your show before. And we're looking Absolutely. forward to Absolutely. Uh, I look forward to, to, to meeting you guys, uh, connecting with you guys. And it's always, it's sort of a rite of passage to, to hook up with Cooch and, and to uh, relive some of the Grey Cup memories. Uh, and so... Guys, thanks for doing this, and uh, I commend you for your loyalty to the blue and gold. Uh, I've done a lot of drives to see a lot of different things, and, and this one might have been too far out of the box even for me. So uh, bravo to you, fellas. Well, you got to remember, you know, right now the roads and the weather is on our side. The temperature's been 15, to 15 degrees. I've actually can honestly say I've worn shorts the entire trip. Um, <laughs> you know what? The roads are amazing. So had the weather been different, I probably might have just paid and flew out there. The Hamilton bus service, they came to a tentative agreement, so now the strike is over right now. So that makes it a little easier for people that don't have vehicles. But then again, we, we may make some money at the same time doing some Ubering out in Hamilton. Might as well, you know, have a business at the same time. All right. Well, boys, hey, listen, thank you so much for joining us. And we'll look, we look forward to hearing more from you and Greg and you hook up in person. That's Willie Reevely alongside Terry in the road or in the car on the road to Hamilton is part of a kind of a last second road trip. Did you see that tweet? Uh, from our very own Derek Taylor here on 680 CGOB, Greg Mackling. Yes. Do you have the, do you have audio of this? This is like, this is prime time. This is the sort of thing that rivalries start with. I, you know what? I have it here. I got a six, 17 minute clip and I wasn't able to pull it, but I will, I'll pull it some point during the show. I will, I will, I will find it. Uh, but in case you're wondering what it is and you're listening right now, uh, <laughs> DT uh, speaking to Kenny Lawler following Winnipeg Blue Bomber practice at Tim Hortons Field. Uh, he Lawler, when asked if he would have advice for a player who's going to free agency, he said, yeah, don't go to Edmonton. <laughs> Now, now the reason we need the clip on this is because it was like, yeah, don't go to Edmonton. Or was it, yeah, 
Don't go to Edmonton. What's the tone? <laughs> the we need tone. to know the tone. The tone is what I hear a lot at home, and I'd like to hear the tone of Kenny Lawler now. Greg Mackling, your thoughts? I think uh, tone is insinuated here. It's implied, and I think it's open to interpretation until we hear it, which makes it way more fun. Maybe don't pull the audio. I think it's way <laughs> more entertaining to imagine in your own mind how Kenny Lawler may have said it. Yeah, so, let's just take it out of context. Me. Yeah, you're right, Greg. We'll take it out of context. Perfect. Yeah. Don't go to right? Edmonton. <laughs> it's like telling kids not to start smoking. Yeah. Don't Only start smoking or go to Edmonton. Prevent forest fires. <laughs> exactly. Uh, things really getting going today with the Great Cup festivities and the CFL Awards. Uh, some bombers up for uh, some uh, some awards today, uh, GMAC. Yeah, a little bit of hardware. I suspect at least one award mm-hmm. coming. The Blue Bombers late. Like if you're nominated for most outstanding player overall, isn't it sort of a guarantee that you're going to win most outstanding Canadian? We're talking about Brady Oliveira, of course. So I think you can lock that up. I think Brady's mom can dust off the shelf or the mantle or wherever that's going to go. And uh, that's locked in. Whether Brady receives the most outstanding player overall, I think that's up in the air. Most people feeling that Chad Kelly's going to get that quarterback of the Argos. Too bad they didn't do the voting on that award on, say, Sunday morning (laughs) instead of before the playoffs. (laughs) Well, here's the thing, though. I know that everybody and and you and and, uh, Derek Taylor who are there and most people I'm reading for the past three weeks about it think that Chad Kelly is going to win this award. I don't know. I, and I don't know because Doug Brown and I had a great conversation of like he said, if it was MVP, it would be Brady's. And what he meant by that was he said, look at how many games Brady Oliveira has won for the, the bombers or closed out in the last eight minutes of a fourth quarter. And I add in the fact that Chad Kelly, starting with the game here with six weeks left in the regular season, didn't play a ton. They still won 16 games. They went 16 and two, but I'm with you on that whole notion. I was just voicing what people are saying, right? You have impactful and you have important. And I think you could argue that Brady is the most impactful player for his team. I think some people will still argue Zach Herleras is the most important player on the team, but this is about outstanding performance this year. So who had the most outstanding performance? Who had the most outstanding performance, Chad Kelly or Brady Oliveira? Well, I'm with you, Jim. Yeah, I know. But sanity is not going to reign supreme on this one. (laughs) No, it's not. You're going to have a little bit of bias. People are going to, oh, the Bombers cleaning up in the awards. It's kind of getting boring. Let's try and find the next thing. It's like, how many NHL coaches that should win the Jack Adams as a top coach don't get that because there's some sort of fickle, you know, writers who say, ah, nah, they, they already have enough recognition. Let's pick the guy that, that had the most improved team this year. Yeah. And so that, yeah. that's what's happened to some of these awards. Sorry, I'm rambling now. No, 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 no you're, you're totally right because that's what it is. It's not, about, it's not about coach of the year. The Jack Adams isn't for coach of the year. It's most improved team really at the end of the day and then that all gets thrown uh onto the coach um the contract for kyle walters uh, there's been a lot of talk about this he said uh, earlier this week that if if he had if it was up to him uh he would have re-signed 
in the off season. He still is without a contract here. And I, I can, and of course I don't have a crystal ball here. I can't imagine that Kyle Walters is not going to be the general manager of this team next year. I, I, I just think that wholeheartedly. I mean, what's your take on that, Greg? There is a, but there is a, however here, and that's that CFL teams operate under a salary cap. And there's a salary cap that applies to coaches and to their executive as well. And a lot of teams are moving to a model where their coaches are the coach and the general manager. And Mike O'Shea, we're talking legend status here, is are the Blue Bombers at a point where they want to give Mike O'Shea all-powerful you know, veto power, uh, ability to sign the players that he wants. I think that might be part of what's going on here. That might be part of the answer. So Kyle Walters deserving to be here in Winnipeg and, you know, until mm-hmm. people don't want him here. However, there, uh, there might be something else at play here. That's just the other side of the story as I see it. Yeah. I look guys, I think Mike O'Shea got a hefty raise last year and deserved it. Yeah. Kyle Walters deserves it. Yes. Ted Gavaya, Danny McManus deserve it. Yes. The problem is, is there's that salary cap at the front office. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't even know if you can give them both what they deserve and get rid of McManus and Gavaya, um, even if you wanted to, which they don't, if that fits. And so I I don't know. And, and I don't know if Mike O'Shea wants to GM, to be honest with you. It's something that over the years yeah. when I've talked to him about it, he has not. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, that's... I love the salary cap in the front office, by the way, in the CFL, because it prevents the Saskatchewans and the Edmontons of the world from paying guys a million dollars a year to GM for them when other teams can't afford a hundred thousand a year for their GM or th- or I don't know what they make, yeah. but yeah. So I, I don't know. This is ominous to me because I essentially think Kyle Wal- Walters. I don't even think if he if he stayed at the same salary can come back because of Mike O'Shea's bump last year. Right. Well, so, you know, and here, you know, you talk about Gavia and you talk about McManus and they're so good at unearthing all yes. these players in the States. Right. And Kyle Walter is obviously a Supreme judge of Canadian talent as well. So, I mean, this formula is working, uh, but uh, yeah, there, there's another factor in here. There has to be another factor uh, of some sort. Otherwise this would have been done by now. Yeah. yeah and, and I would think that like, I, I mean, is there a way you could... But the other thing about this is, is I think Danny McManus is ready to be a GM. Does he want to move to Winnipeg full-time? Well, that's, that's the problem, probably, right? And, and that's, that's what I think... probably what you'd have to or, do. Or some other team or any, something. Any team that hires him, he would have to move to that city and live there. And I right. think that they enjoy coming in and out. I think they enjoy the scouting aspect of it because of what's going on with the other parts of their lives. But they've both interviewed for GM positions before. Yeah. Um. So it's just... Like I, I said, I, I don't I don't know. Like I need some more insight on this because if Kyle Walters even got a ten percent raise, would that even fit? I and if it would, I wonder if he would stay for that and stuff. But look, if he does not come back for the Winnipeg Blue Bombers, I think people will be fired in other organizations to make room for him. One hundred percent. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I another wild card, guys, and that's Buck Pierce. Buck, Buck Pierce, Pierce and ready to be a, a, a head coach. And do the Bombers want to, you know, do everything they can to keep him here? Or do they just kind of let him go and do that if he gets that opportunity? Like, there's a lot, that, yeah. this is the problem with 
with creating, I'm going to use the D word now, creating a dynasty. Just yes. look back at all the coaches that came from Edmonton from the late 70s, early 80s, Cal Murphy, Ray Yock, two examples that ended up here in Winnipeg and building pretty yeah. good teams in our town. And Sorry, guys. No, no, you're right because I, they're part of the issue of why this is such a tight cap and it doesn't fit for everybody and, is because Michael Shea got a hefty raise last year, but so did the offensive coordinator. See, so the defensive coordinator. And when those numbers keep going up year after year, or, or not year after year, but contract yeah. after contract, so now all of a sudden the the squeeze is in. It's it's, it's Michael, the Andrew Cop of the the Winnipeg Jets. Yeah, We'd love to keep you, but it doesn't fit. It's Michael Couture not being able to come back right. last year. It's Rasheed Bailey having to take a a pay hit because you know they just weren't able like to Buck give him Pierce the raise. Got a bump, just, and so well, did Richie Hall. What's happening right now in the front office with the Bombers is what has been going on with the players for yes. a couple of years now. So, anyways, uh, sport uh, the Winnipeg Great Cup report brought to you by Harvest Honda and Steinbeck, where it's always worth the trip. HarvestHonda.com. GMAC, have fun tonight, okay? Okay. Is that a is like is that a command, an instruction, or what, however you want to take it? Yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah. I'll I'll do it then. It's okay. it's right from our front office that can afford you to go have a good time tonight. Okay, you guys just send the note to Heather and to Brett. Yes. Uh, Okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. So when we get a call tomorrow and say, where is Macklin? It's now 8 a.m. and no one's heard from him. And I'm like, <laughs> I'll just say, check Niagara Falls. <laughs> That'll be just a really a great sign that things went really well for me. You, you, the brass, told him to go have a good time. Stay out of the barrels, Greg. And Stay I, out of the barrels. I think he had a great time. It's not a good idea. And staying away from the falls, boys. I promise okay. you that. Awesome. Let's take, take a picture, though. Send it to us. Yeah. Greg Mackling in Hamilton. You've already met a number of interesting people. And in this case, you could say an icon. He is an icon. It's perfectly said, Brett. His name is John Couture. People know him as Cooch. And he has been attending the Grey Cup every single year since when, John? Since 74, my first Grey Cup was Empire Stadium. And guess how much that ticket cost me in 74? $17.50. How did you get there? I can't remember. No, actually, we took the Great Cup train. It was called the Great Cup Special Train. It left Montreal on Monday, came to Winnipeg on Wednesday, and hit Vancouver on Friday. And unbeknownst to me, I'm only about 23 at the time, and uh, Seagram's and Labatt's were sponsoring the Great Cup train. That sounds like good news. Oh, they're very bad, very bad, yeah. And they sponsored all the booze. All the booze is free from Montreal to Vancouver. So anyways, when we hit Brandon, they kicked off half the people, and then a bunch of seat fillers came in to take, take their seats, but it was a lot of fun. So you were hooked? I, I was hooked after that. I figured this is my kind of an uh, event. I think I'm going to stick around for a few years. And I did for 50. Can you imagine that, Brett? You get on this train, you find out the beverages are complimentary. Pretty nice. Pretty nice. <laughs> a little bit dangerous, too, by the sounds of things. So Cooch, like I said, travels a little bit with an entourage. And if you're not in his official entourage, you get caught up in the wake and the excitement uh, when he's moving around from social hall to social hall. So I asked him if there were some people that he thinks about that uh, don't necessarily get to come with him to Grey Cups anymore. 
Brian Fortescue, he went to my first one, and Gary Morton. They no longer go right now. They're, they're, they're still alive, you know, they, they haven't got their wooden overcoat yet. Hundreds of people that have gone with me, and then I meet other hundreds that I've accumulated so much friends over all the years that I go to. Some people will ask me, what's the attraction? Why do people go to Grey Cup year after year? What's your answer to that question? Well, my answer to that question is the CFL is the only pure Canadian professional sport we have. Yes, we have imports, American football players, but we don't have any cities in the team from Europe, the States, or whatever. It's our Canadian game. And all Canada has to get behind this game and support it day in and day out. And we need the young people involved. We need to do marketing to get young people involved because I can only last so long. So there you go. Seat fillers. He mentioned seat fillers on the train. Cooch is looking for seat fillers, uh, you know, for that eventuality when he can't go to games any longer. And you see that at IG Field. You see that excitement and the and the changing of the guard in terms of the fan support of this team. I, I, I'm constantly amazed at two things when I go to IG Field, Brett. That's the amount of merchandise that people wear, how people are totally wrapped in blue and gold, and the age of the fans, the, the demographic. You know, a lot of people thought that the CFL was going to age out. Well, in Winnipeg, it's not aging out. In fact, young people are all over this team and the excitement about it. Now, I had to ask Cooch, uh, if you've been to 50 Grey Cups, you probably know a little bit about football. Can we get a prediction from you for Sunday's game? Who's going to win on Sunday? And uh, are you picking with your head, your heart? I'm picking with my head. Uh, Bombers will win, but uh, the Alouettes have a very good defense. Glaris just can't throw any of those wish passes we'll be fine we should win 38 to 17 happy 50th cooch great to see you thank you very much go bombers go 38 17 it's a highly specific it feels like a really specific score football uh, fans love to give the specific score when they make a prediction i'm just going to let it stand on its own I'm not going to make any commentary. I'm not going to supplement anything. Just there you go. There's uh, there's Cooch's prediction, and we'll uh, let it hang out there. Well, that's excellent stuff. That's great that you got to see him. And then a reminder uh, for those maybe just tuning in, who are we going to hear from at 7.05? We're going to hear from Great Cup Mama. She's from Southern Ontario and has season tickets to both the Argonauts and the Tiger Cats. And the reason is absolutely hilarious. It's spiteful, and I'm here for it all day long. But right now, this Great Cup segment is presented by Harvest Honda in Steinbeck, where it's always worth a trip, harvesthonda.com. The Great Cup isn't just a game. On Sunday evening, it's a nearly week-long celebration of Canadian football. Yeah, and the people here, Brett, they're dedicated. They love to have a great time. And some are dressed unlike anything you've ever seen, except maybe for Halloween. Uh, People's Exhibit A, 
She goes by the mon moniker Grey Cop Mama, also known as Cherie Bashak. I spoke to Cherie and her husband, Steve, at the convention center in downtown Hamilton yesterday afternoon. We actually live in Brampton, but we are season ticket holders for our Thai Cats and for the Argos. And I have every other CFL team hat and jersey that I cheer mostly for the other teams. That this year we had to cheer for the Argos so they could beat some teams so that Thai Cats could make it to the playoffs. But <laughs> we, we love CFL. So normally we go to every Argo game and cheer for the other team. And of course we're Thai Cats through and through. Your Argos season ticket holders so you can cheer against them. Did I get that right? Yes, well, yes. That's because she's primarily a Hamilton season ticket yes. holder, which makes your second favorite team, whoever's playing the Argos. I used to live in Alberta, so I get that, get that yes. right? My favorite team is the Calgary Flames and whoever's playing the Edmonton Oilers. So I get this. Okay, okay this, is, this is great. But now Edmonton will beat themselves, so it doesn't matter to you, right? Absolutely, absolutely. And as a Jets fan, we're, we're relishing what's going on in Edmonton. We digress. So, Sherry, tell me about the outfit you're wearing. You're on radio, so I couldn't possibly do this justice other than to say... You're Steve's trophy wife. Yes. Okay, so the Grey Cup, I made this in 2019. I finished it just before Calgary's Grey Cup. And the idea was to bring joy to everybody because I love making people happy and smile and I get my picture taken with millions of people. So they call me Grey Cup Mama on Twitter. You might see me. Most people know me if they've been to any Grey Cups. Um, I made the whole outfit myself. I used a salad bowl and paper mache for my Grey Cup head. Um, I used a, an old wedding crinoline underneath, a silver lame for the big bottom part of my Grey Cup. Um, and then I have suspenders and ribbons and stripes to make it look just like the Grey Cup. Let, let me interject though for a second you had a stylist helping you oh, yeah, sure. okay my husband thinks that he helped his trophy wife but that's not really true <laughs> well you know uh, us husbands i can speak from personal experience we we like accolades that's right we, we, right we like a pat on the back even if we've had very little to do with uh, what's taking place now i recognize what you're wearing on your ears as little brats Keychains. I've got some in my collection. I've got a couple of goalies. I've got, I don't know if I have any CFL players though. Tell me about what's dangling from your ears. Do my eyes deceive me? Are those keychains? Those are keychains. I've reconverted them into earrings. So last year, because people saw me actually at the Argo game wearing my tie cat little brats that I turn earrings, they loved me, them asked where they could get them. And I said, well, I made them. And I kept having people love them. I made one for my sister-in-law in Argos because she was an Argo fan. Then I said to somebody, well, how much would you be willing to pay for them? And so they figured 20 bucks was good. So I started selling for CFL Fans Fight Cancer. So last year out in Regina, we took our, our proceeds there for the CFL Fans Fight Cancer. The event is this Saturday, one to four, come up and help us raise more funds. Uh, last year I raised $1,070. This year so far we've got 1,100. And I have a few pairs of Edmonton, Calgary, and Edmonton, Calgary, all I have left. So if you want to get a pair of little dangly football players, right now the Grey Cup is wearing a, a Winnipeg, and a Montreal because Grey Cup has to be neutral. Anyway, it's for a great cause and they are great earrings. Thank you. Cherie Bashuk, Steve Bashuk, this is an incredible initiative. How do you keep up? 
I don't. <laughs> you just, I just you, follow. I, I just follow and do what I'm told. It's like uh, sort of like wakeboarding That's a right. little bit, right? That's you right. just you, you just, just go. Just in behind. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, this is wonderful. Congratulations for raising all the money. And you say you love making me smile. I was trying to catch a nap here before <laughs> before I really get at it tonight here. And you absolutely, like when I saw you, I just, I fell in love. See, and that's what we do. And I have to tell you, all the fans do love me and it puts smiles on people's faces, having their picture taken with Mama Grey Cup, and that's why I do it. Steve, Cherie, thanks so much. Thank have you. a great weekend. Thank, Thank you. you. We will. I always do. Thank do you have you a prediction, Grey Cup? I have a prediction. Montreal, 25 oh. and Winnipeg, 15. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> Our friendship just ended. Uh-oh. I <laughs> did that before I gave you my prediction, right? <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> Just bundles of energy and uh, the money they're raising. These little brats, if I didn't explain it very well, they're keychains that uh, were back in the 90s, I want to say, and they're miniature players like little figurines they're maybe about two inches high and they've got kind of a menacing face they're cartoonish and they had them for all the pro leagues and uh they're adorable and uh just one of the things that uh caught my attention as it pertained to mama gray cup and a quick question here from brian greg uh, listener brian says my buddy and i are in the hammer for the gray cup can you ask Greg if he has heard if there is any particular establishment where Bomber fans are gathering for refreshments and maybe to catch the Jets game tonight? So uh, oh. perhaps an assignment for you? Yeah, I would say if you're staying on Upper James, away from downtown Shoeless Joe's would probably be the place I would pick. But I'll do some more inve- investigate. I'll, I'll look into it more. <laughs> This great cup report, by the way, brought to you by Perfect Landscape Construction, your family-owned and operated commercial landscaper since 1977.